You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody, welcome in. We say hello to you on a Wednesday here in the capital city, Jim and Trent. You can always get in on the conversation, of course, at 264-1700, 264-1700. Uh, coming up today, 420, Pat Hardy, all Hawkeyes, will be our guest. Once again, that's at 420. At 440, Brett Smiley, sportshandle.com. We'll talk to Brett a little bit and uh, kind of pick his brain about how he thinks the new gambling uh, and sports betting issues are going to uh, take place. In the 5 o'clock hour, ESPN Zuba Mahente will join us. How you doing, Trent? Are you ready for today's big show? Yeah, ready to roll here, Jimmy B, but uh, a little bit frustrated uh, already to kick Uh off the show. Yeah, it took all of a minute and nine seconds before uh, the frustration, because right as we take the airwaves, my Minnesota Twins lost a game against the Cardinals. Now, they take three (laughs) out of four overall over the the two two two-game series. So that's good news for me because I had booze riding on this one. So the three guys that were in my wedding, two of them are Cardinal fans, one a Twins fan. So we split it up two and two, and we decided to make a bet. First tailgate of the football season, who's going to buy the beer, the winner of the series. So I had it wrapped up last night after the Twins took the third game, but uh, was hoping for the complete sweep over the four. Regardless, though, I got free grain belt to kick off the football season. So disappointed in the performance today out of the Twinkies. But free beer, hey, I learned from the best, Jim Brinson. Free is always great. Free, if it's free, it's for me, Trent. you got to remember that. I'm, I'm one of the uh, subscribers to that philosophy. All right, so the Twins, a loser today. Mm-hmm. Uh, then a little later on, it'll be the Chicago Cubs at Atlanta. And right now, they're scuffling along. Where are you on on the Cubs as we speak? It's just, it's been such a disjointed season. And and last night, we finally see you, Darvish, come back after his quote-unquote flu. Now, I'm sure he was sick, but a 10-day DL for the flu, I I don't know. If you, Darvish, was right, they would have maybe pushed his start back a couple of days and got him back out there. But the biggest reason, I think, for the 10-day DL Yes, he was sick, but but coupled with, he had an ERA of six. And you saw him last night. I thought he was a whole lot better. Now, he only goes four innings in the game. But but for the time that I watched and flipped over to him, I thought a lot better. Left one pitch out over the plate. But back to seeing some of that sharpness you expect out of you, Darvish. Look, you, Darvish, isn't a lost cause. I mean, he, he's going right. You're feeling good going into playoffs with him starting. Just look at last year's NLCS. People remember the World Series and how he got roughed up by Houston. But... The series before that against the Cubs, he was excellent during the National League Championship Series. So, to me, just getting him back out there, feeling better. He had to leave early, had some cramping issues, maybe related, you'd have to maybe assume, to the flu. He wanted to go back out there, but the Cubs made the decision to pull him. I I thought a positive there. The bullpen has been very good. The bats are going to heat up. I'm I'm still not worried, Jimmy B, but are we going to continue to have this conversation? Remember a year ago? We talked about this a lot at the beginning of the season. And uh, should we be worried? Should we be concerned? And it goes from April to May to June. And then by July, we get through the All-Star break. They caught fire and they ran away with the division. I still anticipate that's going to happen because this team is just too talented to expect most of the lineup to be scuffling, two of your starting rotation guys to be scuffling. 
I, I still feel good that the Cubs are going to be the team and be the team that's going to win this thing comfortably. Win, win the division by six, seven, eight games. I still think it's the Cubs. I, I really do. Well, they're only a game and a half out, and yet well, yeah, people and it's, are like, and it's, "It's too early to worry about that." I, I yeah, yeah. You, but you get bogged down sometimes. Them. No, you get bogged down on the standings. I think a little too much. It's no, no, I don't. I'm just. It just cracks me up when I hear somebody come up to me and, and say, "Oh my God, they're not in first place. What's wrong with this team? Mm-hmm. They're a, they're a game and a half out." I, I, I don't. That that's that's what I'm saying. I, I don't I don't understand. What? Why you're in panic mode here? There's no reason to be. Well, because and because win, winning the division, Jimmy B. I think for most Cubs fans, this organization has passed that being the ultimate goal, just being a playoff team. Because when when you look at this squad and the way they're playing, it's not that you're concerned about the Pirates or even the Cardinals or or the Brewers beating them in the division over 162. I don't think it's that. I think people are just concerned because you went out and spent a lot of money to bring in you Darvish. You went out and you spent yep. some money to bring in Tyler Chatwood. Both of those guys have been disappointments. The bats, the young guys, the way this team has been built up, a lot of them have scuffled, have had struggles. And though Rizzo's been better, you look at the overall line, it's not great right now. So those are, I think, some of the concerns. you, you got to look at it more than just the division because the Cubs, let's be honest, they don't care about the division. They now care about World Series. That is how they are going to be measured. Just last year, they went to the NLCS. Usually, I mean, that is cause for celebrations in the streets of Chicago, but it was looked at as a disappointment because of what they finally did the year before in breaking through. So that I think that's the way that you have to look at it, Jim. Not just where, where they stand in terms of the division overall, and that's where the Yanks comes, I think, for a lot of Cubs fans because they don't look like a team that can go out there and beat the Nationals as they played really good baseball here over the last three weeks, or go out and and beat a team like Arizona. They just don't have the makings of the team the way they look right now. That, I think, is where the concern is. All right, then I'll tie this in to what we just witnessed during the regular season in the NBA. How's that? All right. The The Cleveland Cavaliers, Trent, didn't win their division. And they were like, what, the number three team, three seed, four seed? Mm -hmm. And here they are in the conference finals. So I know it's different for baseball because you, you, you don't take as many teams. You, you would have to win. If you don't win the, uh, your division title, then you have to be a wild card team. I understand that. But the point that I was making here is, is that People were kicking Cleveland to the curb, and here they are in the conference finals. The same thing, I think, applies to the Chicago Cubs, where right now, as you referenced, scuffling along a little bit, yet only a game and a half out. I think by the time we get to the All-Star break, things will be fine, and they'll start to do what they did last year, and that is pull away, win the division, and then be in the playoffs. Now, I agree with you on your point where now Chicago Cub fans, I think, believe they're entitled to be in a World Series after they broke the curse. And anything but being in the World Series is a major disappointment. So getting beat in the conference finals, highly disappointing. But to be honest with you, 
it's so difficult to repeat. You know how difficult it is to repeat. You've covered teams for a long time, just like me. It's not easy to do. Mm -hmm. But we will see this year if, indeed, they bounce back and if, indeed, they will make it then to the World Series. But there's no reason for Cubs fans to be throwing up their arms with angst and, and, and going, oh, my God, what's wrong here? What, we got to fix something. We got to go out. We got to we got to get this player. We got to get that player. No, just chill for a while. Let the season play out for a while, please. But if there are real issues and real concerns, that's that's what fans do, Jimmy B. You, you lurk for answers. You search for answers. It's, I mean, I mean, we can sit here for the next couple of months of baseball season and just say, I just let it play out. But you got to dig a little bit deeper, and you got to get into it. And I understand certainly the fan base that is a part of. Well, there isn't much time though to just let it play out in the Eastern Conference Finals. After last night, the Cavaliers blow a big lead at the half. The third yes. quarter, the Celtics came out there. Jim, I, I mean, is it as simple as Cleveland old and slow? Is it deeper than that? Your takeaway from Game Two last night. Well, first off, Cleveland didn't look old and slow when they swept the Toronto Raptors out in four games. Now, granted, they won one game in overtime by a single point, and then LeBron hit that unbelievable game winner on the run going the left side of the court off the glass and in. But still, everybody said going into this matchup, oh, my God, Cleveland is rolling. They, they, they might have the, the, the same set up here against the Celtics that they did uh, against Toronto. No, because Boston is a young, dynamic team. Granted, they don't have two superstar players in the lineup in Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward, but they do have immense talent on that team. And so right now, LeBron puts up a triple-double, including 40 points last night, but the rest of the team is nowhere to be found. Kyle Korver couldn't get it going in the second half. Kevin Love was supportive, but still not supportive enough. Trent, the Boston crowd was absolutely engaged in both of those games, and I think that really helped carry the Celtics to those two wins. Now they're going to go to Cleveland. Won't play until Saturday night. LeBron and company get a little more rest. I think Cleveland will win the first game and may uh, win the second game as well in Cleveland. The Cleveland Cavalier fans will be just as excited, just as engaged. It'll be a hell night for the Celtics. Look, the Celtics couldn't win in Milwaukee. They couldn't win against the Milwaukee Bucks. Remember that? Yes, yeah. It's it's such a young team, Jim. Such a young yeah. team that they're playing on the road. It is completely different. Yes, it is. it is. The series before the 76ers were even younger in a lot of spots. So I think that also played a part of it. But you know that Cleveland crowd's going to be amped. And it's LeBron James. Are, are people really, I mean, outside of the morons out there, the Stephen A. Smiths and, you know, the people that are just provocateurs and rancateurs that are just trying to get a rise out of people. Uh, what is it? Your buddy Skip Bayless over on FS1. Outside of people like that. Are there really a lot of people out there that are just saying, eh, nope, they're done. They're, they're, they're screwed. There's no way it's good. This is LeBron James. Too many people have fallen into this trap before. Jim, go back just a couple years ago. 3-1 in the NBA Finals. Yes. Three yeah. straight victories yep. from LeBron and the Cavaliers. So no, I'm not going to fall into this trap right now. I am not going to go down that road. I think this game go, this series goes six, if not seven. I, I'm still a believer that Cleveland can come back and win this thing. Now, 
they got to win four out of five. That is difficult, and they're going to have to steal a game on the road, maybe even more difficult. But betting against LeBron, it just seems like a losing proposition. I'm with you on that. Look, I, I want to see how the Cavs uh, show up uh, on their home court. They've been very tough to beat there, and I, I just think that you're right. The crowd's going to be energized. They know what's at stake. And here's the other thing, too, Trent. If, indeed, the Cavaliers are knocked out by the Boston Celtics, is that the last time that Cleveland sees LeBron James in a Cleveland Cavalier jersey? Is he gone? It's uh, another yeah. piece to the puzzle. Yeah. You know, they, they yeah. talk about the 76ers having room, cap room. I would be disappointed to see LeBron leave again, especially for a, a ready-made situation Look like it looks like Philadelphia could be. I wouldn't be in love with that. I, I told you yesterday, Jim, I, I don't like Kevin Durant, the way that he left to go to Golden State. Right. LeBron, the way that he went to Miami, certainly left a sour taste in my mouth. And I love watching LeBron play, and I love him as a person and as a basketball player. It did leave a sour taste. It is a tough spot, though. That That is an aging roster. You look around, the construction yes. wasn't good. They went out, they brought in Rodney Hood and Larry Nance Jr. and Calderon and on and on and on and haven't really got anything out, out of much of those guys. So I get it. I would understand it. I just frankly wouldn't like it. Yeah, I, I with you. I, I got you. And look, I can see people have to remember that even though he doesn't play like it, he is 33 years old, Trent. And he is one of the most well-conditioned athletes, him and Russell Westbrook, that I have uh, seen in a long time. And they just take great care of their bodies. They understand it. They do certain things to make sure that they are in uh, peak performance mode uh, almost uh, the entire season. So from that aspect of it, I get it. But for LeBron James, and I know what, and I know if the, if he gets knocked out by Boston, people are going to say he's not that great. He's you know, hey, look at. Jordan couldn't get the Washington Wizards to the playoffs, okay? People's, I think Bulls fans have a tendency to forget that he actually played two years in D.C. So he couldn't even get the Wiz to the playoffs. Why? Because he didn't have players around him. That's why it's the same thing over and over and over again. you got to have terrific players with you in order to have a chance to win it all. Now, we know Golden State has that. Houston has terrific players as well. Cleveland has LeBron and Kevin Love, and then it drops off sharply after that. I, I just, I, I don't know, Trent. I, I have a feeling that if Cleveland wins this series and then is in the finals, and even if they were to lose to Golden State, I think they would have a much better chance against the Rockets. I think they could beat Houston. I don't think they can beat Golden State. I still think if they lost, LeBron may take a step back and survey his options instead of staying in Cleveland because there frankly aren't any top-notch free agents with, with the exception maybe of Kawhi Leonard. And can you entice him to go to Cleveland? That's the thing. Can you, who can you get there to join you in, in Cleveland if LeBron decides to stay? Big decision coming up. With that, we'll take a break. Coming back on the other side, we're getting into a little Iowa Hawkeye talk. Basketball, we found out earlier this week that Iowa's protected rival in hoops 
as our neighbors to the west, the Nebraska Cornhuskers. We'll get thoughts on that and a whole lot more. Pat Hardy will be joining us, allhawkeyes.com. Here with you till 6 o'clock tonight, it's Jimmy B and TC. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. The Des Moines Menace soccer season is right around the corner, and we have a big event to kick things off on Wednesday, May 23rd at Exile Brewing Company. It's the 25th anniversary of the Des Moines Menace, and they're celebrating in style. The first 250 rupees poured will be just 25 cents. Jimmy B and TC will be broadcasting live from Exile May 23rd to kick off the Menace season. Tickets, giveaways, players and coaches on hand from the Des Moines Menace. All at Exile Brewing Company. May 23rd from 4 until 6 o'clock and 25 cent Ruthies. Crack open a Ruthie today! Enjoy your Exile! Sponsored by Serta. There are two kinds of mattresses. The comfort of Serta and everything else. Save up to $800 on select iComfort sets. Visit Archer Home Center in Adel or SertaRetailers.com. Come on out to Westwood Golf Course, Newton's beautiful 18-hole golf course. We're just a short drive from the Des Moines Metro. At Westwood, we have a scenic and challenging 18-hole golf course, a full practice facility, driving range, practice putting and chipping area, and a short game practice area. We've also got a fully stocked pro shop with all the name brands like Titleist, Ping, Callaway, and much more. Check out our Facebook page and website for great specials at westwoodgolfcoursenewton.com. Come play your next round at Westwood Golf Course in Newton. Hi, Tom Bodette. Scientists tell us that Earth is overdue for a huge solar flare. Bad news, it'll probably fry our electronics and technology. Good news, we'll all get a spectacular tan. Well, a good place to hunker down for the looming sunpocalypse is Motel 6. You'll get a great low rate on a great room under a roof and save more for other stuff like sunscreen or a nice big hat. I'm Tom Bodette and we'll leave the light on for you. Or maybe not. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to GEICO. I feel like a whole new person. Disclaimer, you will not become a whole new person. This is impossible. You might be able to join a gym or diet program, buy a new wardrobe, get hair implants, but your DNA and physical form will remain the same. GEICO waives any and all liability if you attempt to become a new person, except a cyborg. If you choose to become a half-human, half-cybernetic organism with lasers for eyes, the GEICO legal team would be cool with that because, quote, laser eyes are pretty sweet. Pew, 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 end quote. GEICO, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M industrial pressure washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. 
With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. It's time for your daily dose of Hawkeye coverage on 1700 KBGG. All right, everybody, we are back. Uh, joined by Pat Hardy, allhawkeyes.com. Always great information on the Hawks. Just go to allhawkeyes.com. Pat will have everything for you. Uh, Pat, hello to you. And I want to start first, if you don't mind. Uh, I've been viewing the photos of what they've been doing to the end zone at Kinnick Stadium. Uh, how impressive is that? And I'm sure you've gone over and taken a peek at it. Oh, yeah, it's really neat. It's probably the only, other than the building of the new facility itself, the, all the other renovations haven't really struck me as much as this one did. When I went over there for the spring game, I'm like, wow, this is going to really change the way Kinnick Stadium looks. It just makes it look like a much bigger, big-time stadium. It's a little more enclosed now, but it's different. Like I said, I could not believe how high up the suites are going to go and what have you. So, it just it just takes the the stadium up to a whole other level. Kind of reminds me of a sort of a mini Camp Randall. Yeah, get, getting that extra tier on there certainly going to be cool. Now, actual the attendance number will go down a little bit. They are going to lose some seating in the process here. But the other thing you talk about volume and the proximity, obviously the sideline always talked about with Kinnick though that has moved back a little bit as they don't have those two rows right behind the visitor bench, but still. Now you got a bigger structure over there. What's already an incredibly loud stadium. I'm I'm no scientist, certainly, Pat, but you got to figure it's going to be even louder, right? I would think so because it makes everything closer. It pushes everybody a little bit closer to the field, and it kind of encloses it more to where that sound mm-hmm. makes a big difference. Unlike Carver Hawkeye, where it's <laughs> so it's laid back, such it's such a gradual incline. But yeah, no, I think it's only going to help the environment because, like I said, when I walked in, I'm like, wow. I mean. I have to remind myself I'm at Kinnick. If you just look at it when it's going to be done, you visualize it in your head, it really is. It's going to, what's funny is when you're down on the field, if you're on the other half of the 50-yard line, you can't even see the water tower that's going to be painted because the, when everything's done, that's going to be blocking your view, which I find kind of ironic. That they're finally going to paint the tower, but if you're down there on half the sideline, you can't see it. <laughs> that's funny, Pat. That everybody was so excited about that, and now you won't even be able to see it. That's, that's, that's great. It is kind of um, ironic. It is. It is. Uh, 
with, with that being said, then, are you getting the feeling that most Hawkeye fans then are all in on the upcoming season with this team, or have you had still some negatives about it? Oh, I think most people I talk to are kind of like me. With this schedule and who they have coming back, 8-4 and four is a very realistic, and if you're lucky and get a few bounces, hey, you never know, 9-3. and three, And there's never any warning when a special Iowa season comes either. And they usually come about every three to five years, and their last one was in 15. This is 18. I still think there may be a year away from something like that. But I think with this schedule this year, if they go worse than 7-5, and five, Seven and five or worse, it's people are not going to be happy. I mean, if you look at the schedule, it's really not very hard on paper. I know Ferentz would hate to hear you. Hear you, coaches never look at it that way, right. but it is. They don't play Michigan, they don't play Michigan State, they don't play Ohio State. I mean, think about that. Yeah, it's set up to make a really good run again this season, and and scheduling in the Big Ten West, it's incredibly important. And though you look at Wisconsin and their home schedule this year is an absolute laugher. They have five difficult road games this season, including there at the end of September as they make their way into Kinnick Stadium. So, you know, uh, it, it very well, we, we might be deciding the Big Ten, uh, Big Ten West race in September, Pat. It, it could come down to that. It, it, we're, we're months away, but I like this Iowa team. And you mentioned, you know, it may be a year away. A lot of times that's what's happening, and there's no guarantee that Noah Fant and Anthony Nelson and a couple other guys are going to be met back next season. Really, the time might be now. Oh, I without question, I think you could argue that it's going to be next year. I mean, the schedule next year is easier than it is in two years, simply for the fact they got to go to Ames in two years. Right. I mean, they get Iowa State here, and Iowa State, it's only one game, but one game between 8-4, and 9-3, and 10-2, and two, it makes a big difference. That's momentum for Iowa. To me, if Iowa goes in anything worse than 3-0 and oh into Big Ten play, it's going to just be tough psychologically. I mean, they... They need to win that Iowa State game this year. I think that's big for them. And what's weird is the more people I talk to, the more people kind of are, it's weird, picking Iowa State. I've talked to a lot of people, and I read in a lot of magazines and a lot of national people that think that Iowa State's going to win that game. So, yes, there's going to be huge pressure on Iowa like there is every year, but it's a little different this year. And then I think a lot of people think Iowa State's going to come in here and win this game. I really do. Beyond just the hardcore Cyclone fans. I think Mm -hmm. there's others that think they're going to come in and win this game. Well, some of the uh, way-too-early, of course, uh, polls that are out have Iowa State ranked, like, in the low 20s, like 22, 20... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wouldn't it be interesting, Pat, if both Iowa State and Iowa were both ranked, and how important, then, would that Cy-Hawk game be with two ranked teams in the state? Oh, I mean, it would it would actually have some relevance outside of the state. I mean, every year yeah. it's huge to us, but there's some years where more times than not recently over the last 20 years, Iowa State's been average to below average. Iowa's had some down years. That would at least give it some credibility to where the national people would have to look at it because it was going to have some bearing on the polls. And whoever wins the game under that circumstance, you start to think, wow, this team's building some momentum. I think it's going to be a good game. I'm, for some reason, this year I'm giving Iowa the edge simply because it's in Kinnick Stadium. I just have a feeling that's going to make a difference this year. I normally don't feel that way, but by no means would I be surprised if Iowa State came in here and won. They're gonna, they've got a lot of experience. It's two pretty similar teams in a lot of ways on paper. They're not the same strengths and what have you, but they're the same in that they've got a lot of strengths, but then they've also got some concerns. Both teams. 
Speaking of that game, I, I saw earlier today that Penn State uh, and Pittsburgh, their game that will also be September 9th, that has been announced as a night game. ABC will, will be uh, the coverage for that game. Have you heard anything about start times? It's a different age than it was just a few years back when a lot of the start times for a college football season would be already out at this time. Have you heard anything early in the season at the very least pertaining maybe the Iowa State game or that Wisconsin game as it pertains to start times? Well, I always hear the rumors that one of them is going to be a night game because I think everybody wants to think that at least something's going to be a night game at some point. have not heard anything concrete, but I have to admit, Trent, I'm not really, I've never been one that gets the T. I've never been that interested when games start, so I don't ever seem to get those things. I rely on other people, but I have heard everybody thinks Iowa, Wisconsin, under the lights, nighttime. I've heard tons of people ask me, so fans are all thinking that. You can't tell me that maybe administrators and TV aren't thinking, but I have not heard anything official. But we can pretty much expect every year they're going to play probably two night games. Now that seems to be the growing trend now. All right, take me to basketball. Two things took place today, Pat, and I wanted to pick your brain. I was really looking forward to having you on the show. Uh, Boise State's Chandler Hutchinson has pulled out of the NBA draft combine. Uh, Mitchell Robinson, that's the seven-foot kid who enrolled at Western Kentucky, then dropped out and never played uh, collegiate basketball. Uh, he was invited to the Combine. He also pulled out today. Have you heard anything now that two spots have opened up? Has Tyler Cook's phone rang? Have you heard anything at I all? I have not heard anything to say it well. I have not read anything. What I have seen, though, is I've seen um, – list of like the top 150 and 175 and he hasn't been on any of the lists that i've seen so one or two guys dropping if these lists are anywhere close to being accurate he'd be a it, it sounds like he'd still be a long ways off but no i'm not saying it's not but i have not heard anything to say that he's close i just know that supposedly between and what a two-week period he was supposedly going to work out for four teams and that's supposedly all going on now because he has two weeks until today to make his decision for the to retain his eligibility. It's two weeks from today. Earlier this week, Pat, on the basketball front, we found out with the uh, adaptation of 20 now conference games in the Big Ten that they're adding permanent riles. They've had this in the past for Indiana, Purdue, a few others out there, but now everybody has been assigned a, uh, a partner that'll have a home-and-home home each and every year. For the Hawkeyes, it is Nebraska. Now certainly not their biggest basketball rival, a new addition to the Big Ten, but as you see the way that it plays out, it makes sense on the surface. The thing that, that kind of boggles my mind, it sounded like Wisconsin had their choice. Barry Alvarez, boy, does he carry a big stick in the Big Ten. Yeah, I've had a couple of people ask me, why did Wisconsin have their And I'm, I'm like, you know, I don't know. That's a good question because the stories that were written, the coverage, I, I wasn't there when they released the news at the Big But it does seem, why would Wisconsin get their choice on whether they're going to have Minnesota I don't get that. I mean, because it doesn't sound like many other schools have their choice. I I don't get that. I I mean, you're saying it's all just Barry Alvarez wielding his power and strength, you think? I guess so, right? I mean, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I think it's a good, fair question. And I'm not surprised that Wisconsin and Minnesota picked each other, or that's how it got picked. Because to those two schools, at least the people that I know from those two, they consider each other to be their biggest rival, even though mm-hmm. Iowa may. I think Iowa's going to have to settle with Nebraska either way. I mean, Nebraska-Iowa football, fine. 
basketball, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I tweeted sarcastically. I hadn't been this excited since they did the same thing with Purdue in football. <laughs> but I just, it is what it is. I mean, Nebraska right now, I mean, like we'd have to admit, right now they seem to be, they might be a little ahead of Iowa. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were a better team this past year, but I think potentially that it has a chance to be a good rivalry. I just, when I think of college basketball rivalries, I'm sorry, I just don't think of Iowa and Nebraska. Well, yeah, because Nebraska hasn't been on the same planet that uh, other schools in the Big Ten have. Look, you no, got to go back to when... Iowa's had these other Big Ten rivalries. It's just now it just yeah. seems like we're trying to be force-fed this Iowa-Nebraska rivalry. And that does kind of, you know, now that you mentioned that, Pat, that does kind of uh, feel like exactly what's being done here. It feels like the conference says, okay, we're going to turn this into a rivalry whether you like it or not. Is that fair? Well, that's kind of how I interpret it. It makes sense. I mean, geography and process of elimination. I mean, there's just there's only so many schools for Iowa to have. I mean, they've got to, they got to pick somebody, and it seems like it's going to be. I think we'll like it well we may. I mean, if Nebraska gets back to being really good in football and beating Iowa again, that or beat, starting to beat Iowa at that level, I that may change things. But right now, I just Nebraska just doesn't do much for me. I mean, it just especially in basketball. But I mean, it's not like if they would have gone with Illinois, Illinois would have been better. But I mean, Illinois, there's not much there either. I, I, it's just I don't know. I just these forced rivalries due to TV and scheduling, whatever. I've just kind of always rolled my eyes at them. Well, and, and a big part of this, Pat, is. Where do you live? You know, for, yes. Oh, without question. You know, in, in Eastern Iowa, Iowa State, it is an afterthought. It really is. I, I I went to school in Iowa. I grew up in North Iowa, where rivalries were different. For me, it's Minnesota. That that was the big one for sure. me. You go to Definitely, Dubuque, yeah. it's Wisconsin. Quad Cities, it's Illinois. Here, and in, in terms of the Big Ten, it's Nebraska. It just it so depends on where you live, and it's a great thing for Iowa, but. Maybe a little bit of a negative, too, because you don't have, I guess, that, that central hatred for, for one team overall. It's not Ohio State-Michigan. No, it's not. and It never, it never will be in basketball, and we're talking yeah. basketball. This yeah. would be different if this was about football. I mean, that, that's different, but this is basketball, and we'll see. I'm still not convinced that Nebraska is a 20-25 to 25 win team. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if Nebraska did what Iowa did this past year. I mean, it is. I got. I have to see more of Nebraska, and I'm sure Nebraska fans are saying, "Well, I got to see something from Iowa." I mean, <laughs> right. me, to me, yeah, both yeah. programs are kind of similar. Nebraska is just coming off a much better year and what have you. So we'll see. I mean, I, I wouldn't surprise me if they split these games next year. It wouldn't surprise me if one won one or if the other won both games. I mean, they're two evenly matched programs. It's just weird to be given that type of news in May about basketball. It just, I, I just read it. I'm like, yeah, okay. You know, it just did, it did, did nothing for me. And it doesn't really seem like much came out of the meetings this year because that was like some of the biggest news that was reported was the rivalry thing. There, there really wasn't much else to, to come out of it, and I'm not really much sure what I expected. It seems like every year you, you hear something about eligibility or something, but um, it seemed kind of uneventful this year. Always good, Pat, when you take time with us. Thank you for the time as always, pal. Have a great week. All right, gentlemen, you too. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Pat. Pat Hardy right there, allhawkeyes.com. Great info on the Hawks from Pat right here on the Big Talker 1700. You know, I, I'm really looking forward to taking a look at the stadium, Trent, when they finally get that construction done because it is going to change the entire dynamic, noise level, everything with that uh, walled in and with, uh, with, the, with it being as high as it is, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be very cool to see. Maybe we could even get you to Iowa City for your first time ever. 
I'll probably go. I'll huh. probably go. Can you get? Can you get me a suite? No, 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 no. You, oh. You're not invited to hang out with me. I, I get away with from you on the weekends. <laughs> Find your own tailgate, Brinson. We're coming back on the other side here with you until six o'clock. We're getting back into sports wagering on the other side. Brett Smiley's going to talk to us a little bit about the decision from the Supreme Court, what it means, how quickly are we going to be able to bet on these things legally. We'll do it next. Brett Smiley joins us here on Jimmy B and TC. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at the Rookie Sports Cards. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Tonight's forecast looking mostly clear, mild and quiet, a low near 61. Partly cloudy on Thursday, a high of 85. And then partly cloudy Friday with a high of 84. The rain holds off till Saturday. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. What's the best-selling small tractor in America? Kubota's BX Series Subcompacts. No other subcompact tractors on the market have so much versatility designed to fit in your garage. And if you're looking to mow right now, a 54-inch mower deck is included. Get a BX1880 for as low as $99 a month with 0% APR financing for 84 months. Now through June 30th, 2018. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more information. Your local dealers are Capital City Kubota in Des Moines and Sundown Equipment located just south of Des Moines in Bevington. It doesn't get much better than a great day on the golf course. Family-owned River Valley Golf Course is a par 72, 18-hole public golf course along the beautiful Raccoon River Valley. With twilight specials every day after 4 p.m., frequent player programs, a clubhouse available for parties, and much more. River Valley is just minutes west of the Des Moines-Waukee area. Learn more at rivervalleygolf.com. That's rivervalleygolf.com. River Valley, your golf course. Carrie Ann's Food Pantry serves the residents of Southeast Polk School District as well as all of Bondurant and Pleasant Hill. If you live in this area or use the school system and find yourself in need of additional food at this time, come in Mondays or Wednesdays between 3 and 6 or on Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday between 11 and 1. You will need to bring in an ID for each member of your family and a piece of mail postmarked and delivered to you for each adult over 18 in order to register. There are no income requirements, no checking of employment, nor need to be signed up for any government or church charity program. We are here to help. If you need food, we have it for you. Caring Hands has been serving the Southeast Polk area for more than 20 years and is funded by charitable contributions from those of us in the community. Check out their website at caringhandsiowa.org. 
You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Brownells Gun Store's annual Second Amendment sale is Saturday, May 19th. Doors open at 9 a.m. Come early to take advantage of the fantastic deals on bulk ammo, used guns, a dream gun raffle, and lots more. Meet with nearly 50 of the gun industry's biggest and best companies, including Volkhorsen, Aero Precision, Smith & Wesson, Sig Sauer, Magpul, just to name a few. Come celebrate firearms and freedom at Brownells Second Amendment sale. Saturday, May 19th, Brownells, I-80, exit 182, Grinnell. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Swing it a minute. Slam dunk. Touchdown. Sports. It's Jimmy B and TC. Oh, yeah. The word you're looking for is wow. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody. Welcome back. We roll all the way till 6 o'clock right here on the Big Talker 1700. And, of course, the big news that has taken place so far this week, other than the playoff games in the NBA and NHL and then regular season in Major League Baseball, is sports betting becoming legalized throughout the United States. A lot of conversation about that. And to help us out, Brett Smiley, SportsHandle.com. First time we've had him on the show. Good to talk to you, Brett. How's everything in your world? Very good. It's been a it's, it's been a quite a, a busy forty eight or however many hours it's been since the decision came down. Happy to be here with you. Explain to us a little bit, Brett. How do you think this will impact the United States? Knowing now that. Are, are, are fans going to, like, petition their respective state legislatures in an effort to get something passed so so this can take place? Do you think there's going to be a run, I guess I'm going to say, from state legislatures in saying yes to this? Well, it's it's been a pretty active uh, 2018 so far on the legislative front, and, and Iowa is among the almost two dozen states where lawmakers are already having this conversation, having hearings, certainly hearing from the leagues about what they would like. And by the end of this year, uh, there's going to be about six or seven states that have some form of legal sports betting. Most of those are in the Northeast, but uh, you guys came fairly close in Iowa and Missouri. Their session ends soon, but there's a remote chance they could get something done. Illinois is kicking it around. Uh, but to, to answer your question, if uh, yeah, if, if there are people out there, and probably there are quite a lot that want to get something done, call your local legislator. 
the guy who's running point on the uh, Iowa bill is Jake Heifel. Oh, I will mark that down and uh, tell him yeah. to get it done, get those guys back in session. Let's get this thing done as, as quickly as possible. I need to start making some legal bets instead of the other variety <laughs> that are out there. Hey, Brett, uh, one thing I, I wanted to get your perspective on, you know, there, there's a lot of people that believe this is going to be a financial windfall for each of these states, that it's going to be hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars in revenue that is brought in. First of all, when people hear about the amount of money that is bet, well, that is the amount of money bet. That is not all going to be taxed by each individual individual state, excuse me. It's going to be on the actual revenue, the hold percentage, which by and large is about 5% of what is bet. What is your anticipation? What, what would a state like Iowa, like Minnesota, who's been talked about, you know, one of our neighbors, Illinois, what kind of range are you thinking it's going to be in terms of bet, say, each year in these states? Yeah, that, that's a good point. There, there's definitely a misconception that sports betting is just going to be this mammoth windfall for a lot of states. Uh, put it in perspective, Nevada, which obviously is an established market, you know, people fly out there to go bet on sports, among other things. Um, their, their overall handle, and that refers to the total amount wagered last year, was about $5 billion with a B. Mm-hmm. And the sports books won about, collectively amongst all of them in the state, about 200 something million. And from that, the state took their percentage, which is about seven, and they came away with about $17 million in tax revenue. So you know, there's not a ton of population, but obviously $5 billion wagered in one year is an awful lot. Uh, a smaller state... Um, I mean, especially in year one when things are up, off the ground running, maybe there's a little more excitement. And, uh, I mean, even if it's about, you know, a population half that or half the, the wagering, you might be looking at somewhere in the $8 million range. I mean, okay. each state, I'm sure, is doing their own revenue projections, and that's nothing to sneeze at, but you're, never, you're not going to go build uh, several new hospitals or, or bridges with $8 million right, a year. Yeah. Now, that said, there are, there's a lot of casinos, obviously, in Iowa, and um, you know, part of the idea is to bring more people into the uh, into the existing brick and mortar casinos. Maybe they want to stay an extra night because they're up late watching the game, and more people going to the restaurants and spas. So there's a lot of ancillary benefits to be had as well. Well, and that that kind of piggybacks to to another point. So for many people that have been wagering offshore with a bookie, and and anymore, you, you send a text to your bookie, or you get on your smartphone and, and you place a wager. How quickly will that be able to happen where it's not going for us here going to Prairie Meadows or going to Wild Rose Casino, going to the brick-and-mortar shops, but actually being able to do it mobily? Is that something you expect to happen quickly, or are we talking maybe a little bit further down the road, years down the road, before you're going to have those kind of capabilities? Well, we use quickly in relative terms. I think any of the states that that are putting together – uh, legislation or, or have already passed it, they, they realize that mobile has to be, or online has to be an essential component of this. And and uh, I think that the guy in your state knows that as well. There's the amount of betting that takes place on mobile or remotely uh, in Nevada right now is about half of all their wagers, and that number is only going to continue to grow because we use our phones for everything, camera and uh, alarm clock. And, um, you know, to put a bill in place that, that doesn't... Uh, create a provision for that is just kind of crazy, and you're going to be keeping people in the black market. So uh, the point is I think most states and most lawmakers realize that there has to be a mobile component, and uh, most states that will be the case. From the time that the, the casino actually gets its license, it could be, uh, could be a few months before they, they figure out how to uh, 
maneuver the mobile component of it, but I, I would think it'd be not too long after uh, those licenses are handed out. Don't you think, though, that once it is approved in a state that Vegas will be the the driver behind this, that the big casinos out there, that this is what they do, they could sell that to uh, different states at their local casinos, whichever ones are going to uh, put in the sports book, and, and that way they would even increase their income, and that way it would also operate on the up and up because they've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, the the uh, I think a misconception with all this is that you know Nevada is upset, but Las Vegas feels like it's it, it's going to suffer here because they're losing a, a monopoly, so to speak. Not that they asked for that monopoly, but you know, they're fine. I mean, this this an expansion U.S. means they're only going to be more people who are interested in sports betting that will be participating. People who maybe aren't comfortable dealing with a local bookie or depositing offshore. And, you know, there's going to be opportunities for them to do consulting across the country, like you said. You know, some of these states, they don't want to, they don't want to muck it up. They, they ought to be turning to Nevada for guidance, and I think they are. And certainly some technology companies out there, they're, you know, their, their phones are definitely ringing right now. So uh, another component to this is now everybody, they want their cut. They want their piece, the, the NBA, MLB, professional sports leagues, the NCAA. The buzzword is integrity fee. Now, I, I heard from somebody here in Des Moines that when uh, some of these lobbyists came through for the M- M- uh, NBA, they were basically laughed out of the room. Integrity fee. What, what does that mean to you when you hear that, which is now becoming a buzzword, Brett, being thrown around? It means that the leagues are greedy. It means that they thought they were going to walk into West Virginia and Iowa and New York and Michigan and show their, their logos and think that the lawmaker was just going to roll over. And, uh, you know, I'm actually pleasantly surprised that uh, they are getting laughed at for it because it, it's just ridiculous. There is, and what they're doing is they're going each day and, and they're lobbying, like you said, and they're saying that they're entitled to this fee because with more sports wagering, there's going to be more risk to their game. Well, it's happening right now, and, and it's their position that legal legalized and regulated sports betting will improve their ability to to monitor what's going on so it's not going on in the black market. But at the same time, they're asking for, for states to, to finance that. So it's just uh, a ludicrous proposition. You're basically asking the lawmakers to take, the, uh, take money out of uh, the taxpayer's pocket and put it into uh, mm-hmm. the leagues, and it's, just, it's ridiculous. They're also trying to call it a royalty or intellectual property, right? And there's no legal basis for that either, so... I don't know how much traction they're going to get now going to Congress to try and give them this. I hope they'll not, and I hope they will not, and I hope people will be vocal about it because it's absurd. Uh, Brett, what do you expect local handicappers? When I say local, I mean, you know, guys in different states that this is what they do for a living. Trent and I have a couple of them on our shows uh, throughout the year. How will this impact them? You guys who are coming on talking point spreads or that type of thing? Yes, uh huh. Okay, I just want to make sure we weren't talking about bookies. I didn't want to get anyone in trouble. <laughs> uh, so I, I think um, it's going to be good for them. You know, there's already a lot of shows that I listen to. They're doing picks on, on fries. I think these guys uh, who know what they're talking about and who, you know, watch some film and they know how to monitor the market, they, they ought to be in demand. There are a lot of people that enter that business and, and they're selling picks, I mean, that's fine if people want to be buying 
information and picks rather than um, you know doing their own homework. But it's uh, yeah, if I was somebody who who had a um, who had a clue with what he was doing with, with breaking down games, I'd say maybe find a find a niche. Maybe you're you're good at handicapping Big Ten football or or something like that. But I think they'll be in higher demand and. Should be getting some phone calls now, too. Yeah, get to be good. And then we got one of those guys coming up right after we finish up here with you, Brett. Uh, Lee Sterling, who's been doing it for a long time. And I know Lee probably smiling from ear to ear. Hey, with that, we are out of time for today. Brett, appreciate your time so much. Once again, uh, let us know a little bit more about the site where people can find out a little bit more information. You guys doing a great job over there at sportshandle.com. Appreciate it. Yeah, we're, uh, we're portal for all things sports betting. Uh, we're covering you know, what happened with this case. What's going on in each and every state? We got a map so you can track and follow the, the legislation, what it means, covering the the industry as well. Um, you know, some culture. We got podcasts with uh, Hammer and Hank Goldberg talking Jimmy the Greek. So, a one stop shop. And, and yeah, please give us a visit at sportshandle.com or Twitter at sports underscore handle. And I appreciate you guys having me on. Appreciate it. Brett Smiley joining us here. You can find Brett as well on Twitter at Brett Smiley. With that, Jimmy B. We're going to get the other perspective. Are you ready to talk to our buddy Lee Sterling? I can't wait. I bet Lee's uh, probably uh, jumping for joy. That's why I asked about the, you know, how handicappers, how they're going to benefit from this. That's probably going to be the first question I'm going to fire at Lee. This is going to be a lot of fun with him coming up. Lee Sterling kicks off the 5 o'clock hour. Then Zuma Mahente on Jimmy B&TC. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right on you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. The Des Moines Menace soccer season is right around the corner, and we have a big event to kick things off on Wednesday, May 23rd at Exile Brewing Company. It's the 25th anniversary of the Des Moines Menace, and they're celebrating in style. The first 250 Ruthies poured will be just 25 cents. Jimmy B and TC will be broadcasting live from Exile May 23rd to kick off the Menace season. Tickets, giveaways, players and coaches on hand from the Des Moines Menace. All at Exile Brewing Company. May 23rd from 4 until 6 o'clock and 25 cent Ruthies. Crack open a Ruthie today! Enjoy your exile! All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plans allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. 
for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. WolfConstruction.net. Sponsored by Walgreens. Spring is in the air and so are your allergies. Visit Walgreens today for brands like Claritin and get non-drowsy 24-hour allergy relief. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Whether you're a beginner or an experienced golfer, practice makes you, well, can make you perfect. Willow Creek Golf Course is a great place to do just that. Their driving range is open and ready for you to get just a little better. There's lots of room, grass tees, and even a practice green. Call for more information at 515-285-4558 or visit willowgolf.com. That's willowgolf.com. Willow Creek Golf Course on Southeast Willow Creek. Keep your windshield clean with Bosch Pure Vision Wiper Blades. Buy one and get one free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Bosch Pure Vision Wiper Blades install in one easy step, and Bosch's quiet glide finish ensures clear vision in any weather. Bosch Pure Vision Wiper Blades. Buy one, get one free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Running low on the stuff you need, time for a Target run. We're here for all the big moments and the little ones, too, like checking off your to-do list. Get a free $5 gift card when you spend $25 on laundry and paper products or looking and feeling your best. Spend $20 on hair care, soap, and more. Get a free $5 gift card. For some pantry love, General Mills and Kellogg cereal is on sale two for $7. Get low prices on thousands of items today and every day. Target run and done. Pricing may vary. Restrictions may apply. I light the night for my dad. I light the night for my daughter. I light the night to end blood cancer. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings together survivors and supporters to bring light to the darkness of cancer and to help fund life-saving research. About every three minutes in America, someone is diagnosed with a blood cancer. Advances made in blood cancer research are leading to treatments for many cancers and other serious diseases. Help light the path to cures. Join Light the Night today. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite 